Morning, it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tyg and Daniel. You know what happens at 7.40 today, right, Daniel? Beat the Bull. And we had a... How much did they win yesterday? $600, I think. $600, yeah, well, $600 I believe, bucks. So yeah. we still have not had a $1,000 winner yet with uh, Beat the Bull. We play it every day at 7.40. It's free money. And uh, we're still looking for that $1,000 winner. Hopefully it's you today, 7.40. Right now we're at 55. Good morning, 6.07. Uh, over the weekend, college football and uh, Mississippi State SEC team, which Oklahoma will be joining soon, beats Vanderbilt, and their coach is named Mike Leach. Mike Leach, they have that post-game interview. You've seen this. Coaches are walking off the field. Reporter runs up to him, asks him some questions like, how did you think the offense looked tonight, coach? Blah, 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 blah. And then this one reporter, I guess she throws him a softball because Halloween's coming up, and she asked him, I heard a rumor that you don't like candy corn. And he was supposed to go, yeah, that's true, and then probably go on to the locker room. Uh, but she she got more than she bargained for when she asked this question of head coach Mike Leach at Mississippi State. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favorite Halloween? Candy game? corn. I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Um, uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears, let's see. Uh, gummy bears for sure. Sour regular. The, the, the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, is when they used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store to find it, but I do. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation, although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall because <laughs> they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but uh, um, the uh, you know, they have those Nerds Clusters, which is new. The gummy. Yeah, which is good. The Nerds Clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Thanks, Coach. Right. You know, I wonder if Mississippi State's like, hey, Coach, we're paying you, like, millions of dollars to work here. We'd like for you to continue coaching. And they, they find well, out his uh, that's candy not, habits. That's not his fault. That reporter asked him. I mean, what a silly question. Do you like candy corn? I mean, obviously she wasn't ready for the... Uh, this big interview then the guy turns into willy wonka <laughs> this is like on national television they're burning up time that he's going on for like two minutes about his favorite candy i kind of felt like she wasn't quite listening to what he was saying he's like i, I like the nerds the nerds clusters and uh she goes yeah the gummies nerds cluster is not a gummy oh it's not I, I that was a weird interaction yeah that's why i played it i but, thought it was but easy money bizarre. for him though he probably loves that reporter he'll probably get her all the time guy makes millions of dollars and he goes to the uh Dollar store to look for sprees in a box? Is that what he said? He's got some weird habits. He goes to the dollar store for the cheap candy. He goes to Europe for the really good candy. So, <laughs> He's all over the place. are weird. They, money makes people pretty strange, if you've noticed. Like Why the, is candy corn such the thing that everybody talks about around this type of year? Uh, it's like a, it's zero part of my life, but every, uh, every year it comes up. It, it, on radio and television, I will uh, say. He said he has quite an opinion on candy corn yeah. and the other candies. It's 610 with Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Lacey, are you uh, familiar with uh, Oklahoma trivia? See, Ty and I are new to Oklahoma, so we like to learn about uh, Tulsa. We like to learn about the rest of the state. And we're still learning. So today we thought we'd do a quiz on uh, Oklahoma. Are you pretty good with that? Mm, I mean, I can attempt at it. All right, well, uh, let's make an attempt. Ready to go here. Up first, what is the river that runs through Tulsa? What's the name of that river that runs through Tulsa? Isn't it like Mississippi? Is it the Mississippi? Wait a second. Lacey, Lacey, how long have you lived here? 
um, all my life, but I'm only 20. Yeah, she's only 20, Tyke. How was she supposed to know the main river that runs through Tulsa? Wait a second. That's like the first thing I knew was when I got to Tulsa. But uh, Mississippi is an incorrect answer. Do you want to take one more guess? Um, Keystone. The Keystone River is incorrect. That would be the Arkansas River, Lacey. Arkansas, that's what it was. But you know what, Tyke? That's why we do these kind of things. we got to learn. You're never going to get this one, Lacey. What is, what is Oklahoma's state animal? Ooh, I'm, and the uh, scissor tail bird thing. <laughs> no, this might be an animal that's very uh, works out a lot. It's very buff. Oh, uh, buffalo. Yes, the buffalo. Tig thinks he's so smart. Why don't you just take the next one for Tig, and then uh, if, you know, see who's got the biggest brain here. Tig, how many states border Oklahoma? Okay, we got uh, Colorado. That's one. We've got Arkansas. Two. We've got Texas. Three. We've got New Mexico and Kansas. Four, five. One more. Oh, boy. What am I missing here? Now you're giving Lacey such a hard time. Can you help out Tig this Arizona? Time? No, no, because that's no. on the other side of New Mexico. Um, Missouri. 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 Yeah, now. Okay. All right. Now you got to criticize Tig. I didn't criticize anybody. I, okay. <laughs> Lacey, what is Oklahoma's largest lake? Grand Lake? I don't know. No, that would be Lake Eufaula, close to McAllister. Oh. And uh, what what would the state of Oklahoma's nickname be? Center State. There you go, Lacey. All right, so she got, had a good off, recovery there. Started yeah. off rocky, but yeah, that's mm -hmm. the Arkansas River running right, the beautiful Arkansas River that you see running right through Tulsa. Well, look at you go, Lacey. You're going to be going to the Tulsa Oilers. You've got a family four-pack in if you missed out on this. Same thing tomorrow morning. But in less than an hour, your chance to win up to $1,000 with Beat, Beat the, bull. the Bull. Beat the Bull. And we had a $600 winner yesterday. How far will the bull let it go today? We'll find out 740 right here with Ty Gadano on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty and Daniel. 723. Um, good morning. I hope your day's going well, but everybody has bad days. But I assure you, you have not had a bad day like this one Buccaneers fan, the NFL football team, the Bucks. Tom Brady plays for him. Tom Brady, I guess, is like the best quarterback to have ever drawn a breath or something because um, over the weekend, he does this when he throws a touchdown. So Tom Brady's thrown 600 touchdowns. Like I don't he's in know, a club of his own. I don't know anything about sports, but that guy threw a 600-yard touchdown? <laughs> yeah, you don't. Uh, 600th touchdown. Um, so that's like a major milestone. And, you know, a lot of times when you do something, even in baseball or soccer or whatever, you keep that ball because it is the ball that represents that 600 touchdown. Gotcha. I've never heard 600 anything in football, but Brady has it. Watch this. And so uh, the guy who caught it, a guy named Mike Evans, now he's got the ball. He's he, got the 600th ball. The oh, touchdown the, ball. The, the player, not the guy who threw it in the crowd. Got it. Okay. The guy who received the ball, mm -hmm. the player, now has possession of Tom Brady's 600th touchdown ball. Now, he's not calculating this in his head because he's probably not keeping up with every stat, but he sees a fan in the stands. And he's like, My name's Mike Evans. That guy's wearing my jersey. That's a huge Mike Evans fan. 
Mike Evans goes over and gives the ball to the fan. Evans. No, you cannot do that, Mike. Mike, that's Mike. the only 600 touchdown. He has one of one right there. So now the ball, the 600 touchdown ball, is in the possession of a fan in the stands. That ball belongs to the fan. I saw a documentary. This is a baseball game, but it was like a World Series game. I don't remember. But the ball was hit, a home run, and it was a big deal, this home run ball. And whoever the guy was that caught it, everybody in the stands knew this ball was going to be worth like $100,000. So everybody was going crazy to get this ball. One guy catches it. It's a mob scene. He drops it. Somebody else picks it up. And then it went to the courts. They're suing each other. No, I caught the ball first. No, but you dropped it. No, it was knocked out of my hand. The judge made him split the money at an auction. So they both got pretty rich off that ball. But here it continues. There's a guy in the stands with Tom Brady's 600 touchdown now the Buccaneers staff is trying to get that ball back and here we go realizing oh my gosh I gave it away the football oh no right here he's like we need that ball that's 600 what really so what do you want a million no oh, a this, day with this, Giselle a day with Giselle the guy uh, says no twice he doesn't want to give the ball back but on the third time they said look we'll give you some stuff we're gonna hook you up give us that ball please now they have no right to take that ball because it's been given to him um and then he goes, okay, I, uh, you're going to give me some signed jerseys. Fine, that'll be fine. And, um, but I don't think he knew the gravity of the situation that he was in because the ball is expected to go, or it's worth, if Tom Brady sold it, $500,000 to $750,000. What do you think they offered him, though? They gave him some signed jerseys. They gave him another game football that was not the 600 touchdown. They signed it and stuff like that. But Tom Brady hears about this story. And Tom Brady, he's done well for himself. And so he goes, all right. It was nice of that guy to give the ball back, which is technically his ball now, voluntarily surrendered by a Buccaneers fan. So Tom Brady doesn't give him a half million dollars, but he does give him, and you're into this, Daniel, he gives him one Bitcoin. Well, that's pretty good. And how much is a Bitcoin worth? Sixty? Uh, uh, no, no, no. Something. Probably somewhere around forty, fifty thousand dollars right now. But the potential. So if you're ever at a sporting event, it's sixty-two and a half thousand dollars for a Bitcoin. Okay. Right now, that's pretty good. So pretty good payday, but not the five hundred thousand dollars. So if you're ever at a ball game and something significant is happening, you don't have to give the ball back if they give it to you voluntarily. So this is Mike Jones. Mike Evans. Mike Evans, whatever. Yeah. It wasn't his football to give, so. Or was it? I don't understand any of this. I see players give away footballs, but he should have done that. But he didn't understand that, I guess, it was the 600 touchdown and would be worth all that money. Anyway, I thought it was nice. I mean, Tom Brady didn't have to do anything. They got the ball back because they had a trade, but Tom Brady threw in. It seems like that ball, to have that and trying to leave the stadium with it would be dangerous. You'd get ripped limb from you would limb have to have trying security. to. Yeah. yeah, people would mob you. So crazy. Anyway, 627. We don't have a Bitcoin to give you, but we've got up to $1,000 with Beat the, the bull. bull. And the uh, bull was going up to $1,000 yesterday. It got stopped at 600 so $600. Yesterday, how far will it go today? We'll find out in moments. 740 on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Getting uh, pretty close to that time change, actually. Not this coming Sunday, but the very next Sunday after that. 
Ugh. You spring forward, but you fall back. So we get that extra hour of sleep, but uh, it gets dark. I looked it up about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it feels like. I don't like it. Yeah, um, but the good news is if you have kids that are going to school, it, it's pretty much pitch black now until after 7. And, uh, you know, if you're at a bus stop and it's completely dark out there, it is a little dangerous. That'll change. When we get to the time change uh, Sunday week, one week but from But it's Sunday. already, uh, your, your wife, I saw on Facebook, uh, her story or whatever, she's taking your son to school in the morning, and it's, all, it's already dark. So what's the difference? So it'll be light. It'll make it better when it's light in the morning when you take your kids to school. More visibility, crosswalks and all that. But that's not the reason they enacted this in the first place. No, what was it, to uh, conserve lantern oil? Yeah, lantern oil. We're still, now you're trying to say it's for children, but it's... <laughs> you know. I, you know, if I'm a kid, I wouldn't mind having the extra hour of daylight to play in the afternoons if I had to stand at the bus stop, as you say. I don't ever see anybody standing at the bus stop. We, like, live like bats, you know, when we turn the corner in December, January, February. It's dark at really it, early. It's depressing. Yeah. It's not good for us. But, you know, I think it's Arizona that doesn't play that game. They don't change their clock. They just stay the whole time. You know, I might, I might, as an individual, mm-hmm. what do they say when people, those nutcases get pulled over on <laughs> on these YouTube videos when they're like, I'm a sovereign citizen or whatever. Right, I don't, like I I, don't, I, I'm a free traveler, whatever they say. What do they say? I'm a sovereign citizen, mm-hmm. so they don't think the, the rules apply to them because they're their own country. I might now, and I need to talk to a lawyer, somebody that knows, I might just decide that I won't abide by the new time and zone so, stuff. And here's how dumb I am. I'm trying to figure out if this is the time change where you can tell your boss, uh, I'm late because I forgot to set my clock. Or would you be an hour early if you forgot? Like, it's too much to comprehend. So you fall back. We go through this every year, Ty, yeah. and I try to remember if this is the if this is the one. And I know that we had this whole discussion last year. My brain isn't smart enough to add or subtract one. That's really sad. If you fall back an hour on... Then you would be an hour early for work, not an hour late for work if you didn't change your clock. So I this is I, the year that you can come in late for an hour and say, oh, gosh, guys, I didn't know. No, this this time change, this would be the opposite of that. Because if you're back in the clock up an hour, you, you, get would, an hour you would still be there. Yeah, your clock's still an hour ahead. So this would be the wrong time change to use. I was late because I didn't set my clock because you would be an hour early. But what if I declared myself a sovereign citizen and said, I'm just not going to abide by this and I just kept my clock the same? You would be early for everything. But you could what, do could it. Could I leave an hour early, though? I guess I could because it's yeah. up to me. I'm a sovereign citizen. In fact, <laughs> Except, I, hey, I got to get out of here it's in an hour. I, it's nine o'clock in your brain. Right. Yeah. Do you not, I mean, seriously, do you not get depressed when it's this time of year coming up? It's tough, man. I don't like it. I like being outside. I like grilling. I like being able to throw the ball with my son. But, you know, when it's dark at 4.30 or 5, 5.30, I got to drive home. I, I get melancholy, man. I put what on like a turtleneck sweater. I get all sad. Listen to sad music. That Counting Crow song, Long November. What you got, like, just a few more days, like 10, 11 days. Left of uh, daylight saving time, and then we go back to standard time. And then every time. single year, there's in the news all these stories like Congress, you know, submits to let's not do it this year, and then nothing happens. Except in Arizona, they didn't. It's 8 o'clock with Ty Gadano on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Ty and Daniel. Kind of a clip going around, a viral clip. A mom in Texas, Ty, she has a seven-year-old boy named Ashton, and she goes to drop off Ashton in the morning at school, and she's got a microphone set up in the car, and she likes to embarrass him when she drops him off. 
I've got a clip here. I, I wonder if this is embarrassing him too much. Listen to this. I love you. No! I hope you have a great day. We're at the front of the school. Ashton, don't forget how much I love you. I've loved you since the day I pushed you out of my hoo-ha. Make good choices. Love you, baby. Uh, maybe a little too far there. Isn't that, like, tough? Yeah, because uh, he could actually face consequences for that in the sense that he might get bullied, right? Like, that's a little bit much. The video is making its rounds on the internet. I watch it. I almost, I always second guess everything I see on the internet now. Mm-hmm. Is this, I wonder if this lady's really yelling it through a microphone or is this an echo effect put onto it? Listen to it one more oh, time. She doctored here. it. Listen. I love you. No. I hope you have a great day. We're at the front of the school. Ashton, don't forget how much I love you. I've loved you since the day I pushed you out of my hoo-ha. Make good choices. Love you, baby. Because in the video, if you see it, the other people don't seem to be reacting. So I just wonder. And I used to drop off my ex's son. His name is Caden. I would drop him off at his school when he was, you know, eight, nine, ten years old, and I would also embarrass him. But I realized after a while, like this is there's a certain age you can do too that humiliating, too, right? Yeah. Like uh, once they get to be twelve or something, you know, they're no longer that could actually hurt them at school, right? I enjoyed it, but I could tell after a certain point he was like, Daniel, please don't do it's that anymore. And then I stopped. But boy, I made a big O production because I would pull up to the line. This was in Nashville. I would pull up to the line at the school with the windows rolled down. And this was the kind of line where you had to like really go through a line. It was a big to do to get him there. And I would play that uh, Foggy Mountain Breakdown, that bluegrass music. I would blare that. All the windows rolled down. And then when I got up to really where all the people were, I'd be like, look, everybody, Caden's coming to school. <laughs> yeah. How did Caden enjoy that? He didn't like it at all. <laughs> but how old was he at this point? I mean, I think he was probably, whenever they start to get a little embarrassed, like nine, ten years old. Kind of creeping up on like it's, it, but it, that was pretty benign compared to that lady talking about giving birth to the kid. And, I don't know, buddy, because uh, I'm telling you, I'm screaming this at the top of my lung. I, I, I'm a professional broadcaster, but I would even risk my voice being sore the rest of the day to be like, hey, there he is, everybody. It's Caden. Woo! <laughs> I wish I'd have seen that. So it's fun to do that a little bit, but then, you know, knock it off after a certain... lay off, right? I mean, some there was a point in my life, and I don't know why I was even embarrassed. I was embarrassed to even be seen with my parents, much less have them draw any attention to it. I, you know, I never understood that. I never hit that age in my life where I was ashamed or embarrassed of my parents. How is that going to make you feel when your son is embarrassed to be around you? It'll hurt my feelings, but... But why were you embarrassed is what I'm trying to figure out. Just like when my dad would go to a restaurant and send something back to the kitchen, and, you know, I just... There was a period where I thought my parents were really dumb, and now I realize that I was dumb, but at the time, you think that these people are just airheads. Hmm, That's strange. I never... I don't know why I never experienced that, why I was embarrassed of... You were never embarrassed of your family? Never. Really? Well, I don't mean should... it in a bad way. I just meant like hormones are kicking. I didn't want to be seen with my mom. I don't know what it was, but now, now I enjoy being seen with my mom. Things change. Do, do one more thing. Uh, pretend... I can't. I'm losing my voice here already. This is hard to do. You try it. I can't you, do it. You, you give out a big old yeehaw and see yeehaw! if you can.
Yeah, see, that's... Yeah, ow. We're, Ouch. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're right below the News on 6 studios. They're probably like, what the heck is going on down there? <laughs> These two guys are... Travis Mark! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, look, everybody, it's Alan Crone! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Like those two guys down there squealing like pigs. Leanne Taylor! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and there goes our listeners. Yeah. 812 at 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Oh, I want to tell you about a wild animal they've been seeing more and more and more of here in Oklahoma. And this was not good because we went camping the other day out in the middle of nowhere. Luckily, we didn't see this. But that's uh, next with Did You See on 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Still Morgan Wallen, 98.5 Double. You got Ty Gadana. We're back in the morning, 740, with another chance you to win up to $1,000 with Beat the Bull. Bull. Had a $300 winner today. 600 yesterday, right? So $900 altogether so far this week. And we'll see at 740 in the morning. Time for Did You See, brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Good morning, Daniel. Ty, good morning. Did you see that sometimes these spam calls are getting so out of hand do you ever answer your phone when you look down and see it's an unknown number? Uh, r- never. 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 So annoying that there was a camper in Colorado. The camper, or the hiker, excuse me, the hiker is lost. Hiker starts hiking that morning about 8 a.m. They notice that the hiker hasn't returned by 9, so they put PM. out. Yeah, 9 p.m. So they put out a search party. They're trying to call this guy, whatever, and I think it's a guy, trying to call this person. Person's not answering the phone. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the hiker made their way back to the car 24 hours later. That's how bad the person was lost. And they were like, hey, why didn't you answer the phone? And they said, it was an unknown number. I, I assumed it was a spam call. I didn't answer. And all the rescuers are like, hey, don't give this person a hard time because if you get lost, there's no telling what you'll do. You'll, you'll panic so bad. I wonder if he had a phone while he wasn't calling people himself, like calling out. Call 911. I mean, if it's, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that weird? That is an interesting, you know, now that you bring that up, that is a very interesting He has a point. phone. Like, I could see him maybe not answering an unknown number when he's in sheer panic and doesn't want a warranty call, but why wouldn't he call out? Or why wouldn't you look at the maps on yeah. the phone? Something's fishy. Something hinky. This guy's, yeah, this guy was probably not even lost in the woods at all, probably right. cheating on his wife and... No, 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 no. <laughs> I was at a hotel. I was a... No, let's oh. think about this. Okay, so he's not answering the, the phone. Why wouldn't he answer the phone? Well, he did think it was spam calls. Well, what if he was in the company of somebody he shouldn't have been with? That's what I just said. Well, yeah. There's something more to this. It should be a bold, uh, a bold thing to lie about, say that you were lost for 24 hours. Hmm. We might be onto something. Man, I'm kind of thinking we might be. All also, right. uh, did you see that people need more alone time in this country? Me time, they call it. In fact, they did a survey. About half the people would listen to the same song on repeat for three days, which would be torture just to get more alone time or more me time. Ty, do you need more me time? Yeah, I do. I think a lot of parents do. And I think uh, when you're putting other people first, 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 you stop kind of thinking about yourself first in a way. And uh, everything is about kid, 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 kid. Bill, 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 bill. This got to be fixed, 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 fixed. And, uh, and we crave it. I know a lot of parents would just love nothing more. I mean, I've considered going and just renting a hotel room in town and just staying there for the night and doing nothing. But it's hard to even do that. But uh, when uh, you're a parent, Daniel, it's, you don't get Saturday and Sunday off. 
Yeah, see, I, I can't relate to this because I don't have any kids. So when I go home, it's just me and my dog. I don't know a lot of people in Tulsa, so I have too much alone time. In fact, sometimes I'll go have a fancy dinner right by myself at like 5 o'clock just for something to do. Mm-hmm. That's a weird so you have thing. the opposite problem. Right. You want companionship. And also, i got to be honest with you, I didn't believe you about when you said like on a Saturday your kid wakes up at 5 a.m. or something like that. We go camping on Friday. Uh, this guy and his little buddy wake up. I'd say a good 45 minutes before the sun came up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are y'all doing? And you can't tell them to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So there is no such thing as sleeping in. That's why as a parent, you know, your life totally changes. I, I was kind of naive. I was like, I'll still go out with Daniel. I'll still go out with Daniel. We'll go have some drinks somewhere. But the morning still comes whenever they wake up. You don't get to sleep in anymore, you know, and uh, you can sleep when do whatever you want. But, yeah, I get it. I, I tell you the people that really need some uh, – me time are the people that have multiple kids in sports oh yeah we have a lady that works here with us her name is livia and i'll go in there and say oh what did you know what did you get into this weekend and before i could even finish the question soccer just because that's that's your whole life if you got multiple Mm -hmm. kids this guy named mike on facebook wrote us earlier was like hey imagine having seven kids i can't can't even fathom how tough that would be. If you got four kids and they're all in different sports, you got to tell one of them, hey, like, you got to be into drama or something like that. Like, we can't. You need to be a bookworm. Yeah. One of y'all's got to stay home and chill. One of you got to be an artist. Right. Speaking you, of camping, Tiger. Did you, you see this? That uh, the night we went camping, Friday night, a mountain lion was spotted in Oklahoma. And there's only been, what, 20 something spottings in the last, I don't know, like over a decade. And uh, this guy's got his game camera set up, and he spots a mountain lion. Crazy thing about this mountain lion, it's also in this video that's posted at newson6.com. He's found a porcupine. Now, I didn't even consider running running into a porcupine in the woods. Hmm. But uh, the porcupine, the quills are very effective. The uh, mountain lion could easily eat a small animal like that, except the porcupine has needles, and this, this mountain lion just gave up and left. Couldn't eat the porcupine at all. But it has been confirmed as a mountain lion here in Oklahoma, closer to Oklahoma City. This is actually from News 9 in Oklahoma City. They had a like a biologist come on and explain what's happening with these mountain lions around here. I don't, I don't want to see this or hear about this, Doug. We could have easily been eaten by mountain lions while we were camping and nobody even told us. We were worried about coyotes. And uh, they... On these game cameras, they're trying to figure out if it's male or female. They're trying to track them and see what's going on. So uh, News 9 had a question for this biologist. Is there something distinctly that you can tell the difference between a male and a female just quickly? Uh, There is. Uh, It's really hard to see in most trail camera photos uh, as far as a distinct distinct difference. Um, But on the the backside of a mountain lion, Mm -hmm. underneath, uh, underneath the tail, there, a male will have a black patch of fur about three to four inches below uh, below the anus. Oh, interesting. That- I didn't know that. <laughs> the reporter's like, oh, interesting. She didn't expect that. <laughs> Boy, but if we would have been camping and a black anus wildcat would have walked up, I'd have lost my mind. The tail, there, a male will have a black patch of fur about three to four inches below, uh, below the anus. Oh, interesting. That- I didn't know that. Okay. So, First thing we need to do is go back around the rear, figure out what's going on. No, man. I can't figure out if there's more mountain lions than normal or more people have cameras now. And you we're know, just seeing more of them. This is, you got to see this at News on 6. This is a big cat. This is scary. Mm-hmm. 
But he went on to say that he can't figure out, they, they have no evidence these mountain lions are reproducing. Like the females they find, they, I guess they can tell whether they've had babies and they're, they're not having babies. So I don't know if the population's growing or not. This is so, that's very weird. Ooh. I, but where would a mountain lion go around here? I guess Turkey Mountain's not much a mountain enough for a mountain lion. They look, I don't know if they're supposed to look like this, but they look kind of sick, like emaciated, like they're not eating enough. Like, I don't know if they're supposed to thrive in this area, but anyway, they're around. Well, that's scary to me. It's a 833 with Tig and Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. Daniel, you say your buddy Alan Crane has a nice smile. He does. He has a beautiful smile, and uh, I want to have a beautiful smile like Alan. That's why I go see my dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall. If you have a young young person in your life, like a kid or something like that, you don't want to take them to a dentist that's going to scare them. I remember, Ty, growing up, going to the dentist was scary to me. Was it to you? Yes, and a lot has changed in those years, too. Traumatic. When you go to the dentist. Dr. Hugh McDougall also has a degree in psychology, so he understands that going to the dentist can be a scary, stressful thing, and he doesn't want it to be like that. In fact, the first time I went to Dr. Hugh McDougall, he called me that afternoon to just to check up on me. And I thought, well, that's because obviously I'm a huge star. No, no, no. He calls everybody mm -hmm. to check on him afterward. Now, what other dentist do you know that does that? I've had one doctor in my life call me after a procedure, and uh, I'll never forget it. It means a lot. So, Dr. Hugh McDougall, if you want cosmetic dentistry, if you're not 100% happy with your smile, he can do things to correct that, whether it be like a bridge, Invisalign, invisible braces, anything along those lines, teeth whitening, just Google McDougall. That's M-C-D-O-U-G-A-L-L-D-D-S.com. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. The... 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Yesterday, you guys called up and helped me out making a decision, a uh, hard decision for me to make. Um, but I grew up watching the Atlanta Braves with my dad. I lost my dad earlier this year. The Braves are still something that I keep up with because uh, there's some nostalgia involved with that. Now I have a little son of my own, and he's six years old. His name is Mac. And I, I promised myself that if the Braves ever got to the World Series, because I didn't think it would ever happen again in my lifetime, but if it did, I said I'm going to go. And apparently every other Braves fan had the same exact idea I did because the price of tickets is so outrageous that I like I feel sick when I think about buying tickets to the game. But you guys called yesterday and said, look, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I mean, I'm not going to be at the end of my life and go, and I'm glad I didn't go to that Braves game and stayed home and raked it that weekend. Mm -hmm. That's never going to happen. And uh, it is a big chunk of change. But I also did some math yesterday, <laughs> Daniel. If I eat at home two more times a week than usual, in six months, I'll get all my money back. Tyg is a, a huge tightwad. tightwad. He always uh, he hates spending money. He yes. doesn't like to go out to eat. It pains him to spend money. I even call him Tygwad sometimes because he hates. You can ask his wife. During the commercial, I was over here it. doing math. Figured out like exactly like, okay, I gotta spend this much money, but here's how I could, you know. What you need to do though is look at it that you don't ever spend any money. You eat a quick trip half the time. <laughs> um, yeah, splurge on this one thing. Just allow yourself to splurge on this. And then I even said, you know, I feel guilty coming into work and I see people who don't have homes, and especially when it's cold outside, it's extra heartbreaking to see people that, when it's 20 degrees sleeping on the ground that stinks and yeah. i'm gonna blow like all this money on a baseball game like there's something wrong there in my mind well some people in that situation decided to blow their money on other things so 
Maybe so. Look, you shouldn't feel guilt because you've worked hard and saved up money, things like that. Here's what I'm worried about for you. So this thing happens on Friday. You fly out of here Friday evening, afternoon, whatever. I, I, we got to wrap you in bubble wrap. Because now you can't, you're getting like, you can't get sick, you can't get a cold. No, because then... This is a bucket list, once in a lifetime kind of thing, and you need to just get into a bunker until it's time for you to go. And I'm taking my six-year-old, and then the thoughts came into my head, is a six-year-old even going to remember this? And then another problem arose. The game starts at 7 o'clock, which is his bedtime. So as he's supposed to be going to sleep, the game is starting. If if he falls asleep and sleeps to this game, and I paid all this money for us to get to Atlanta and go to this game, I'm not sure how I'm going to feel. Uh, it'll be the only time where I'm loading him up with Coca-Colas at night to keep him going. Well, surely all the excitement and the frenzy, he'll, he'll stay awake. But, uh, you know, even though I'm a grown man, I don't know what it is about boys and their moms, but whatever my mom says, like, carries, like, she gets like five votes to everybody else's one. Does that make any sense? If she says something to me, it like has more weight to it. And she just said, Ty, you've worked your whole career. You, you've busted your tail since college. You've always done well. You never do anything. Do this. Don't do it for you. Do it for your son if you have to think about it that way. So once I got my mom's vote and then everybody else calling, I was like, I'm the only one who thinks I shouldn't do this. So I said, I must be wrong. Your mom's and vote. I, and I, huh? Whenever I said it, you should have done it. You you get a couple votes in there, too. I but a mom two. is just way on up there when she says something. <laughs> she don't know. So uh, I went ahead and got the tickets. Uh, I like to throw up about it. but um, All right, here's another devil's yeah. advocate for you. Whenever I've had people fly in, like when my dad flew into Tulsa to visit me, he was delayed on his way in. Mm -hmm. He was delayed on his way out. Mm -hmm. So what happens if there's flight issues and delays? Would you be able to drive it in time to make it? It's about 12 hours. Uh, I mean, I guess in theory I could. I would not want to make that choice, but, uh, you Would know. you make it, though? Man, I would probably not drive 12 hours. What? Yeah, because 12 just, hours with a six-year-old is more like it's going to be like 18 hours. We just talked about the, how this is bathroom. a once-in-a-lifetime, blah, man. blah, blah. It's going to be tough. Well. Maybe. I don't want to jinx you, but... <laughs> if this flight doesn't leave Tulsa on Friday night, it's going to be a problem for me. And it is. I'll have these tickets I can't sell. Surely you got a direct flight. Yes. Okay, good. No connections. Okay, good. good. It's uh, 847 with Tiger Daniel, 98.5, the bull. All this money. I need to win. Beat the bull. Up to $1,000 returns tomorrow, 740. <laughs> Stop being such a miser, Tiger. You don't spend any money. Okay, he's wearing a sweater today. That I've known for a fact I've seen you wear every winter for at least 10 years. I know it's winter time when you bust out that. And then he also has this cashmere sweater he's had <laughs> since, I think it was one of the Cosby sweaters that he's, <laughs> that he's had for 10 yeah. years. So when I'm recognizing the change of the seasons by your shirts. Because you recognize the shirts from years, yesteryears. That's, I'm always like, that's Tig's fall shirt. So I All know. Right, I bought the tickets, dude. I'm going to Atlanta. Sure right. well. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Dan. Are some of the toll roads here like on the honor system? Because when we went down to go camping, Daniel, I got stopped at a toll booth. Did you get stopped at one? No, because I had on the GPS that I was using, you could choose to. Oh, go around all that? Yeah, and it was the same exact amount of time either way. So I just chose to save the $1.50. 
I see. So I get to the toll booth, and the guy, very nice guy, and I got my money, and he says, are you coming from Tulsa? I said, yes, I am. But do they ask that to know how far you traveled, and then you're sort of on the honor system? There, there's some situation where if you are only going to two certain places that's less of a toll, because I was thrown off, too. I got onto a toll not too long ago, and the lady's like, are you heading east? I'm like, ah, madam, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't have a compass in yeah. here. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> She thought I was using a compass and sexton to try to figure out where I was going. I I, I was like, ma'am, I have no idea. Right. So I just said Tulsa and I paid my $1.50. But then it got me thinking, what if I would have said something else and I would have paid a less toll or no toll at all? 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, Tig and Dana. This is home for Beat the Bull. Back in the morning, just remember 740 for your chance to win up to $1,000. Local contest, just people that listen to 98.5 The Bull end up winning the money. Good morning, Daniel. Tyke, you have a six-year-old. In your opinion, what is the uh, the funnest age when they're still the baby age? What, what age do you think that is? Man, I really enjoyed it. Like, it's tough. I don't know if it's a guy thing necessarily, but for me, when he started to communicate with me and was able to throw the ball with me, I got... That was a really fun age. I'd say two to three was extremely fun, and they're starting to learn about the world. And you finally, because for years what you do is they're like one-year-old and then two-year-old, and you see their little gears turning in their head, but you have no idea what they're thinking. And you're like, I wonder what he's thinking about. Like, what is what is on his mind? And then when they get to kind of tell you, it's sort of fascinating. Like one day I was bringing him to school, and this kid was looking out the window of the backseat of the car, like looking at the clouds. Like he was in deep thought. Like deep thought, and if he was like one, I wouldn't be able to ask him like, "What what's what's going on in that little brain of yours?" But then when he was like two and three, uh, he started to communicate, and I looked back, and it looks like he is just weighing the problems of the world, being introspective, philosophical. And I said, "Mac, what are you, what are you thinking about back there, man? What's on your mind?" And he said, "Cookies." And, uh, you know, so it was kind of fun to find that out. Thank God for social media these days. I have a sister in Alabama who has. Uh, a son and he's he's probably about a year two or three months old now and he's starting to laugh finally mm-hmm. and i don't mean a little laughing he's cackling <laughs> and to me Good. i think that's probably because i remember i'm 14 years older than my sister so i remember when she was that age where she's cackling i have a clip here where one of his cousins is kind of just like jumping around and he finds this to be hilarious listen to this little cackle okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like to me, that's the oh my goodness when they really, really, really start be you know getting fun because you got like two teeth now and that almost can't help but to start laughing like that. It's uh, I tell you what, a happy baby. It's like a great feeling, man. You love, like, that clip makes me smile. The saddest thing in the world is a sick baby, though, when you can't do anything oh, for yeah. them and they can't tell you what's wrong. But that's uh, that's great. I tell you, the kid is adorable when he's laughing. But if he's in a bad mood. Yeah, not too funny. He's like like Kim Jong-un. He's back there like. <laughs> <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country.